Yo, what's going on guys? It's the Bible Study Bros again. It's your boy Abdul here. It's your boy Felix. It's your boy Josh. And we just want to welcome you guys back to another episode of our Bible Studies. Uh, We are currently reading The Cost of Following Jesus, which is Matthew 8, uh, verse 18. We just talked through uh, verse uh, 1 to 17, and that was in our last episode with Manny and Daniel as our guests. We had some very interesting conversations that day, and uh, we just hope that whatever we read today will just be as equally exciting, and that will be as equally educational for us. And for you guys. So we're going to start off with a prayer like we normally do. Um, who wants to pray? My turn. Uh, is it your, didn't you pray last time? Did I? Oh, yeah. I think it's your turn to pray, Felix. Okay. God, our Heavenly Father, I pray for your guidance today. I pray that as we read through the Word... We will learn what you want us to learn. We'll understand what you want us to understand. Please speak to us through these words. Help us to become closer and closer to Jesus. Uh, I pray that you'll guide us today. Help us to accomplish what you need us to accomplish. Help us to fulfill our purpose in our lives, our purpose for today. God, help us uh, be more like you. I pray that your will will be done no matter what. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. All right. Um, I can read this. Cool. The cost of following Jesus. When Jesus saw the crowd around him, he gave orders to the cro- to cross the other side of the lake. Then a teacher of the law came to him and said, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, Foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. And another disciple said to him, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. But Jesus told him, Follow me. And let the dead bury their own dead. Wow. That's some hmm. hard stuff to swallow, especially if your father just passed away. The cost of following Jesus. So we got two different scenarios here. One with the teacher of the law and the other with a disciple or another disciple. Mm-hmm. So, the first guy, Jesus told them to all cross the lake, right? Yeah. Cross to the other side of the lake. But the teacher of the law said, I will follow you wherever you go. It's like kind of going against his order, right? Like, if Jesus says go cross that lake, you go cross that lake. You don't just 
Oh, follow him. So Jesus is, might not be crossing the lake with them? Mm-hmm. Because he gave orders to cross to the other side of the lake. Hmm. Jesus replied, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. This is a very... But the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Like, for rest? Or like... I think for rest. Mm. Like... You don't. They don't have like a a bed to stay in, because he's always like on the move. On the move. Because mm. during that time, Jesus was traveling. Yeah. He was going to as many places as possible, spreading the word, the good word. And for a lot of people, that would just be a tough pill to swallow. Just being able to not have a a home ah. to go back to. But it is something small in comparison to what Jesus is doing. It's yeah. like the importance of what he had to do. Mm-hmm. Not having a for sure bed is not the most important. Mm-hmm. The other disciples said, Lord, first let me go bury my father. But Jesus told them, follow me and let them bury their own dead. That's like, he's very like assertive in this part of the book yeah he's just like straight up yeah so let like he's already dead he's he's gonna rot and just die just follow me like yeah that's like when jesus or you feel like god's calling to you but you're like "No, no no yeah yeah that's good but let me just let me just finish what i was doing before yeah right uh huh he's like no when he says go you go yeah it's like yeah sure that sounds great God but just just one sec like I I gotta do something really quick yeah it's like yeah what do we well let's try to pinpoint what the actual cost is if we can like generalize it from like those two situations or those two scenarios like the cost is to give even the closest thing to you away like Mm. your father like your physical father passing away and then you just leaving him to rot Mm -hmm. is huge yeah yeah like that's it's almost like a a really really big sacrifice Uh Mm uh-huh you have to in order to follow jesus you have to be willing to give up a lot of things that you cherish the most Mm. but it's not like these things that these people are talking about is like what a house right Mm -hmm. and like a Mm -hmm. dead dead body it's like it's that uh battle between um the physical i think right Mm. our our affection and our our worth um, being attached to like the physical realm, you know, and we have to be willing to give up whatever is in the physical, mm-hmm. you know, that we hold a lot of value to. Like, well, yeah, even like 
whatever we may be going through at the time. Yeah. Even if it's not physical, like, uh-huh. bearing your father is a physical act, but you're doing it out of, like, your heart, I would assume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, put your heart to whatever God decides for you. Yeah, because God put is... everything to it. Yeah, God is ultimately beyond what we can mm-hmm. see and feel and... Yeah. yeah experience in this world mm-hmm. that's yeah it's kind of a wake up call it's kind of like because one thing that I cherish a lot right now is obviously the business mm-hmm. and but I can't I don't want to say that I like my whole soul is attached to the business mm-hmm. if the business doesn't happen I don't want to go down with it you know, yeah. mm-hmm. I got to be able to say to myself every day that God always has a bigger plan for mm-hmm. me, even if none of the my own goals and dreams like don't work out. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Yeah, it's really just emphasizing like when you follow Jesus, you follow Him with all your heart, mm-hmm. and yeah. like you leave everything behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not like I'm going to, like, try to get rid of my business or get rid of, like, he's not saying that. It's just, like, just don't attach yourself. Be be, be always ready to, like, move. to go. move, to yeah. let go, and to, yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Such a small paragraph that can mean so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. keep reading I think yeah that's uh the cost of following Jesus is to be willing to give everything up mm-hmm. yeah if he calls for it mm-hmm. yeah I feel like the first part like the foxes and the birds they have the nest I feel like that's like a thing for comfort like you can't you have to give up that comfort just uh. not like uh, of having that place to go in the end like your house just the I don't know you have to be on that journey with Mm. Jesus it's not gonna be smooth sailing it's not gonna be comfortable Mm. it's like a a process that's really rewarding in the end you just have to see see Mm. it through I guess true so we just keep reading yeah should I keep going or we gotta switch it? Switch it. Okay. You wanna read? Or you, you can go Felix. Okay. Jesus calms the storm. Then he got into the boat and his disciples followed him. Suddenly a furious storm came up on the lake, so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us, we're going to drown. <coughs> he replied, You of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, What kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. Hmm. You of little faith, why are you so afraid? (sighs) I feel like that 
relates to people's anxiety, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, God, I need you right now. <laughs> so why are you sleeping? <laughs> yeah. So where are you? Right. Like, do we really think he's not in the moment with us? Mm. Oh man, so many times in my past, when I'm going through some hard stuff, I always ask like. Why is this happening to me? I know. <laughs> Why? Like, I wish I had this understanding before when I was younger, like in elementary school. I feel like I was so stressed for no reason. <laughs> mm, yeah. Just even in high school too. Oh, high school for sure. Mm-hmm. Worrying yeah. about like what to do after high school and mm-hmm. like all that. <sighs> Those were some bad times for me. I think, like spiritually. Hmm. I feel like I was, like, spiritually the worst in elementary school, actually. Oh, yeah. I don't know yeah. what. I was just, like, I don't know. I was uh, going through a weird... I had no, like, idea that there was a spirit. Mm-hmm. Really. Like, yeah. everything to me was just so, like, physical and, like, I didn't, yeah. I didn't give it any thought mm-hmm. at all. Like when something like, happens, it's it's all on you. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot to take in, especially as a yeah. child. Yeah, like I can't even imagine if I was still doing that. Mm-hmm. I would be nowhere near where I am today. Yeah, I'd probably just be like, I don't know. I wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> I feel like I would be reaching for like acceptance from like so many uh, people. I feel. Yeah. Just because. I like learning through the Bible I I have like so much more value for myself Mm -hmm. and just without that I'm looking for value through like other people's eyes and that's so unhealthy I feel like uh, it's almost a relief and like a release from like everyone else's opinion because you feel like no one else's opinion matters yeah it's like cool mm-hmm. you could say yeah. that about me but like you don't it's okay even know. <laughs> yeah it's okay like yeah i really don't care <laughs> <laughs> i mean sometimes i care yeah. but at the end of the day like there's just no stress yeah, yeah. there's always a foundation i can lean on mm-hmm before it was just my foundation was myself and that is not something I can rely on <laughs> yeah I'd lead myself into like thinking of such negative thoughts yeah now it's like when negative things happen I take it as like a lesson yeah, yeah. it's like okay how do I grow from this uh-huh. like what is God trying to teach me right now yeah yeah right? it's another opportunity Mm-hmm. for like God to like kind of reveal himself mm-hmm. and that's like a state of bliss that I feel a lot of people don't have yeah and it and it's just because they don't understand faith or they don't understand like their spirit from their physical body yeah mm-hmm. or this physical world yeah like they don't understand how unimportant the things we worry about are mm-hmm physical things oops yeah oh 
I wish I had the mindset (laughs) back in the day. Lord save us, we're going to drown. Yeah. A lot of people feel like they're they're drowning. Mm-hmm. I think one word that like really emphasizes people with little faith is like they're just victims of their own mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like they victimize themselves on anything. Like, like oh yeah, this bad stuff always happens to me. Mm-hmm. It's like. It's like all those things are like character building when you think about it. It's like I look back at those embarrassing moments in my life and I'm like, well, it's a good thing I went through that because (laughs) I feel like I came out stronger in the end. It's like an unpopular opinion to say like you're just victimizing yourself, but Mm. it's so true and I just want to tell people that whenever they're like beating themselves up. Yeah. Over something so small. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't victimize yourself. Like, you're better than this. Yeah. And I only knew that because, like, I've experienced it. Uh huh. Like, when I think back about the thoughts I used to have when I was younger, it's just like, they were so, like, self attacking. <laughs> like, I was, like, literally attacking myself. Mm. And just don't, and that's like what I would think all the time. And how would I not, how would, how could I not, not feel stressed in those moments when I'm, that's my constant thought. Mm. But I know there's people out there still struggling to that, even in their older years, and it's just like hard to watch. It's like, yo, there's a way out. Yeah. There's answers to your questions. Mm hmm. Hmm. yeah in this part of the book it's like they're almost like very very unfaithful because mm-hmm. why would Jesus call them out to go cross the sea or cross the river and then not take care of you you know mm-hmm. like, like he's on the boat it's not gonna not yeah. gonna go down <laughs> <laughs> yeah like they're almost testing how strong he is mm-hmm. I think in that moment they were just actually scared they were like whoa 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 we're gonna die <laughs> and Jesus is just sleeping <laughs> <laughs> the boat is rocking wake the frick up <laughs> you don't see this thing how are you sleeping <laughs> and yeah. Jesus is like oh my gosh chill out <laughs> <laughs> Everyone calm down. <laughs> Raise up all groggy. <laughs> you of little faith, why are you so afraid? The men were amazed. What kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. <laughs> See, they got to witness it, like, physically. Yeah. Like, we, we have to relate this spiritually. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's like, and this is why Jesus came yeah. to show people. Yep. For generations and generations to come after, mm-hmm. and this is a story that have had that has changed the world. Yeah. 
Wow. That's crazy how. Remember, there's that verse like talking about uh, what was it Tim- Timothy? He couldn't believe that Jesus rose really? again, and then he like stuck his his finger in his hole, and then he was like, hand "You." And then he was like, "Oh, now I believe, right?" And then Jesus was like, "You have you believe because you have seen, but blessed is the one who has not seen and believed." Something like that. Wow. Crazy. So reading this is like almost like seeing it, I feel. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. just like a manuscript basically of what happened in the past, accounted by four different people. Imagine just it, to add credibility. <laughs> imagine it happening today. Like some guy just hmm. Just puts his hand out, and the the storms just stop. Maybe stuff does happen like that. We just don't see it. I mean, people speak of miracles. I feel like people would be like, "Yo, this guy is like, what a coincidence!" Uh, uh, <laughs> he's, a, he's a faker. He's... I mean, I would probably think that if it, I'd be like, "Oh, there's Antichrist." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just reveal yourself. Good job. <laughs> it's going to scare a lot of people when that stuff happens. Because in the end time, it's going to happen, right? Yeah. There's a lot of different beliefs about the end times, though. Yeah. I don't... Like, for me, it's just, like... Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> because... I'm pumped to read that part. Yeah. We'll break it down. <sighs> We'd have to, like, do some, like, legit Bible study, like, to unpack every, like, symbolism and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not, it's not like it's impossible to find. Like, every symbol and thing in that last book has a way of revealing itself throughout mm-hmm. the Bible, right? Yeah. Just gotta look for it. But anyways, let's keep reading. Keep reading. The healing of the two demon-possessed men. When he arrived at the other side in the region of Gadarenes? What is that? Oh, I have no idea. Gadarenes. Gadarenes. Two demon-possessed men coming from the tombs met him. They were so violent and no one could pass that way. What do you want with us, son of God? They shouted. Have you come up here to torture us before the appointed time? Some distance from them, a large herd of pigs was feeding. The demons begged Jesus, If you drive us out, send us to the herd of pigs. He said to them, Go! So they came out and went into the pigs. And the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and died in the water. Those tending the pigs ran off, went into town, and reported all of this, including what happened to the demon-possessed men. Then the whole town went out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they pleaded him to leave their region. 
Wow. What? Why? <laughs> remember, remember when I asked, like, what would, like, how would you, if, if, if Jesus was to do that today, you know, people would be like, yo, you're crazy, or like, you're a freak, or what? you're, I don't know. I was thinking you were speaking of just someone random, not like Jesus, actually. Or if Jesus was... I guess there's a person out here, like, controlling demons. I'd be like, uh, let's dip. <laughs> That'd be a little terrifying. But it's like, these guys are demon-possessed. And it says they were so violent that no one could pass that way. Yeah, and then Jesus got rid of the demons, and then they're like, okay, leave. It's like, what? <laughs> he just helped you guys, right? Well, they probably got word from that guy that was tending the pigs, so... Could have been a little bit of that telephone game as well. Like, yo, this guy just killed all my pigs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you gotta go. She's like, what? I put demons in there and they killed themselves. You know I mean, what? It's like, maybe the demon-possessed people were kind of protecting that village. Because it was, it was like no one else could enter that through that way. Because those two guys were there. Oh. Right? Like... Gardens or whatever the place is called mm-hmm. might have been like guarded by these guys who everyone else thought was like a good thing they're like yeah frick. those guys just protect our village from new people coming in but then Jesus comes and he realizes like okay these guys are demon possessed I'm gonna kill them cause this isn't right wait did he kill the guys? No. Well, he said uh, they came out and went into the pigs, and the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and died in the water. I think the demons were sent into the pigs, and the demons died with the pigs. Yeah, because the herd, like, rushed down the steep bank, and, like, the demons were pushed with them. Yeah, he killed, like, the demons. But it says, like, uh, over here it says Jesus, like, our title is Jesus Restores two demon-possessed men. So I think he, he saved them from, yeah. like, from the demons. I want to hear what those demon-possessed men had to say. They came from the tombs. Like, that's where all the dead bodies are, right? Hmm? Two demon-possessed men coming from the tombs. Men from the, the tombs. I remember someone saying that. Like, that is... Creepy. So... So the demon-possessed men go into this herd of pigs. The herd of pigs runs into the river. I think it was uh, not the actual men that ran into the pigs. It was the demons that left the men. And then he's, like, in the spiritual realm. Oh. So, like, they, the demons left the men. And the then demons they went... begged Jesus, if you drive us out, send us to the herd of the pigs. Yeah, mm. the, de- the demons. So that's, like... And he just shouted, go. And, like, it transferred from the humans into the pigs. Yeah. And the pigs went mad and, like, killed themselves, pretty much. Yeah. And those tending the pigs ran off. They begged Jesus. Demons begging Jesus. If you drive us out, send us into the pigs. They called him son of God, too. What do you want with us, son of God? Son of God. Like, they acknowledge that God, that Jesus is the son of God. Mm-hmm. 
Even the devil knows the power. Yeah. I think they also might have told Jesus to leave just because someone that has like power over demons they might see as like more powerful lord. (laughs) Yeah. Because I remember reading a verse like that about someone was criticizing Jesus. They're like, oh, you can control demons. Like you're probably like evil like that. (laughs) Another thing I got from it too is the those who were tending the pigs went into town and reported all this to the people they have a different perspective because mm-hmm. those were their pigs yeah. that got yeah. sacrificed mm-hmm. to save two men and it's like that's not fair yeah so they probably ran back to town and were like yo this guy just like killed my whole herd of pigs <laughs> yeah like what the hell but see that's like a one-sided story and the people didn't even bother to ask jesus what actually happened they just assumed yeah and when they saw him they pleaded with him to leave their region like oh there he is get out of here Mm -hmm. yeah they're like scared of power his power that's very like human for us to like only listen to one side of a story and then just Mm -hmm. make our opinions based on it yeah yeah Think. Oh yeah, like this reaction is very human. I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like if this story was just made up, they would have been like, and it was happily ever. After. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're all like, "You're the best, Jesus." Mm-hmm. But no, like the reactions that we're reading in here are very like, yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah, like someone having that kind of spiritual power would be terrifying for someone that doesn't understand or even think about the spiritual mm-hmm. in that way they just be like oh my gosh let's leave let's get that guy to leave yeah I think I don't know the most important part of this is that they've only listened to what the farmers said or what the herders said mm-hmm. and like relating that to now is like Mm -hmm. they hear one thing about how christianity is or Mm -hmm. what the the church is like and they drive their opinion on it based on someone else's opinion and imagine their town if jesus were to enter and like all the work he could have done Mm -hmm. but they they chose to reject to push him away without even really getting to know who this man is and that's like their loss like Something that they would regret, I guess. They didn't even give Jesus a chance. After he did that miracle. (coughs) (laughs) The cost of following Jesus. Some people, you know, yeah, the world is gonna... Reject it. Reject. Mm. They they see what he's done in a negative way, but they don't they didn't really see the positiveness of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like all oh, these pigs passed away, but he saved these two people that have been demon possessed for who knows how long. That's why gossip is so evil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause you're only getting one side. 
yeah people talking about other people and like the things that they've done like it's like you're only telling me your point of view right yeah yeah well I think that about wraps up how much we could read for now mm-hmm. yeah that's it for chapter 8 some good lessons man oh shoot <laughs> The ending is like, listen to what Jesus has to say before making your opinion. Mm-hmm. Don't cast people away too quick. Yeah. You don't know the impact that they can have on your life. And it even said it in like Matthew 7, or judging others. Like, yeah. Do not judge others, or you will be too judged, or you too will be judged. Yeah. And then trust Jesus with all your heart, because even when the waves and the winds blow, he will always help you out. (laughs) Just be like very, I guess this whole chapter is just about being like very, very faithful. Mm -hmm. It was giving examples of people like getting tested on their faith. Yeah. The faith of the centurion, the man with leprosy. Jesus heals many. It's, a, it's definitely testing people's faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see that. Time to cut some hair. <laughs> Alright. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, you guys have a blessed week and stay tuned for the next episode all right all right peace out everyone peace peace